Oh, yes, that's right. It's that time again. Welcome to the Get More Sports College Football Showdown Podcast on this Friday, November 4th. Oh, yeah, ring the bell, baby, because we have a lot to discuss this week. It is week 10 in college football. Bowl eligibility all over the place. Playoffs coming. The BCS standings just came out. We got so much to talk about around here. I am EJ, that Raymaker guy. And, uh, of course, you know who's joining me. It's my man, Eric the Hunt. Eric, man, what's going on? We got a big show today, man. What's happening? Yeah, man, I'm really excited to be here. Like I said, we got some bowl eligibility games coming up. We have a pretty good uh, battle over there in the Big Ten, and we get uh, Alabama going on the road to Baton Rouge. This should be a fun yeah. week, man. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Bring the bell. Ring a bell because it's a throwdown this weekend. Man. There's some big games all around the world, man. All around campus, man. Pick, pick a spot. Big games everywhere, man. Uh, you know, we we got we gotta, gotta talk about all the stuff you got going on at Get More Sports, man. You did another tremendous job with your plays last week, and I know this week you got a bunch of plays up again over at GetMoreSports.com. Of course, that goes with your NASCAR and all your other r- racing writing you've been doing, man. Phenomenal job. Tell everybody what's going on and what they can expect this week out of you, man. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what, I laid down another plethora of games for everybody. I've been pretty hot the last three weeks. Been thinking, mm-hmm. dog, getting paid for it. Hopefully people are catching on, coming over to get more sports, reading the articles, getting a little advice, and making some money, man. NASCAR's been heating up. Got the truck series going this weekend. Xfinity's going this weekend. We got Sprint yeah. Cups going this weekend. I mean, everything's going down in Texas. It's, it's going to be fun. we got NHRA. They're all in their chase races. It's uh, it's going to be a heck of a weekend, man. Especially after this week with that, what a what an epic baseball game. Yeah. Oh man, we don't even want to get started with the World Series because we could just go. Yeah. Congratulations to the Cubs, obviously, man. 108 years. I, you know, you and I talked about it a lot. I, I really thought it was going to take 108 goats on that uh, Wrigley Field to get that curse to be broken, man. It didn't take any goats. It just took a damn good team, man. Down three to one, no less. I mean, we got to give it up to the Cubs, man. Wow. Obviously, Mr. Madden over there knew how to get it done. Uh, you bring over Theo. Well, how, how man, is Theo Epstein going to go down as the man? I mean, to do it for Boston and then to do it for the Cubs? Are you kidding me, man? Are, are you serious? <laughs> That's amazing. I know the kid's the curse killer, isn't he? I, it's just pretty impressive. You know, and they're young. <laughs> they're going to be around for a while. Vegas already has some picks to be the favorites to win it all next year. We very well could man. see these two teams playing again next year. It's it, it was just a great ending to a great playoff run for uh, Chicago and for the Indians, too, man. Congratulations, Indians. They had a hell of a year. They they just didn't quite have the talent Chicago did. And, you know, they got next year to break their curse. Yeah, yeah, they do. 1948, they, uh, they came close themselves. They, they were so close they could taste it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be seeing the Cubs dynasty or anything. Let's not get carried away. I mean, they won one World Series. Let's not get overboard here. <laughs> But, yeah, it is what it is, man. Congratulations to them. But, yeah, we got college football to discuss, Eric. And like I mentioned, BCS standings came out this week. Uh, man, Washington behind a one-loss A&M squad for that fourth position. I'm sure the Huskies were like, well, wait, 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 hold on. We haven't lost a game yet. Why is someone who lost a game ahead of us, man? I Obviously scheduling and all that kind of stuff. But, Eric, man, 12 teams with two or more losses are on the top 25 in Florida State. That's three losses in their 22nd. Man, I feel so bad for Western Michigan. I mean, man, Western Michigan, how often do you get a chance to say, hey, look, man, we are right behind Florida State in the rankings. 
Unfortunately, the Florida State has three losses, and it's a terrible year to be behind Florida State in the rankings, man. But you feel horrible, man. Western Michigan's playing some football. 8 no. Yeah, they have Kent State and Buffalo left, Eric, in that massive home game with Toledo to finish out the campaign for the for the Bronx, man. I, wow. Can Western Michigan run the table, go 11-0, and put a wrench in all this or what, man? That'd be kind of cool. Yes, they will. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You know, they put up Disney again last week. <laughs> the only reason Florida State's were bad is because they had such a good showing last week. I mean, you know, they did. They gave Clemson up <laughs> a great game, but. With the two teams you mentioned left for Western Michigan, those are pretty much no-brainers. I understand this is a no-brainer in college football, but this is a talented team on both sides of the ball. Toledo better be ready if it's going to come down to Toledo because I'll tell you what, they can score with Toledo, and they have they feel the better defense than the Rockets do. I, I think they might be the Boise State of college football this year. I mean, going undefeated, not really going to have a chance to do anything about it. it it's, it's, you know, they're a really good team. I, we've been following them all year, and uh, I don't see yeah. why they're not going to win out. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to get a chance to play for a national championship being undefeated. Yeah, yeah, we all, the whole country got to see him on Tuesday, man, throwing a beat down on Ball State. I mean, how you doing? So, yeah, you know, maybe that's how they got into the top 25. This, this perfect timing for the BCS table to come out, rankings to come out. And, hey, let's throw a beat down on Ball State just so you know we're here. So, yeah, great, man. We'll see. Uh, that's, that's big, but, uh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll we'll figure out how that all goes down. Of course, uh, and Matt, we'll be rooting for Western Michigan, like you said, man. We've been talking about them plenty around here. They're, they're no surprise to us. We know why they're playing football the way they are, man. Pretty good team. So, uh, yeah, three Friday games tonight, Eric. And uh, we're going to start with the 6 p.m. game. And uh, there he is, Eric, Mr. Raglan, playing some football. And I see you mentioned me in your write-up for this game that you have over at GetMoreSports.com this week. Man, thanks for throwing me in there because – I couldn't agree more with the play you're putting on the board. Now we have a line change, Eric, because now it is Friday. It is 3.30 in the afternoon, and we're we're putting this podcast out there now. And that line moved, man, because you and I both got the field goal. And I feel terrible that now if you actually go to bet on this game, it's an even money, money, man. It's a pick-em game now. And that kind of throws a wrench in it for some people. I'm, I'm glad you and I got the field goal early, though. Yeah, you know, over in my writing when I wrote the article, it was actually plus four. So hopefully the yeah. readers caught on right away to that. I mean, in Raglan we trust, as you've been saying. You know, you've been chirping about them for the last three weeks. And uh, yeah. I went over and took a long look. And, you know, Cooper Rush doesn't impress me. He's he's basically responsible, in my opinion, for their downside. He's been throwing the ball away. And the Red Hawks are going in a complete different direction. They brought in Gus Raglan. It's the spark they needed. And they've won three straight. And now they – as of that article, we're getting four points. I told my uh, readers to jump in it. Why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, even if you have to take it now and you're just catching the podcast and you haven't read Eric's article yet, and yeah, Eric posted this a couple of days ago, and yeah, it was three and a half, four, and then I know it was even it was even three yesterday, and now yeah. today it's it's even money, man. I mean, uh, everybody woke up this morning and said, "I'm banging that team." Wow, man, uh, you're going to give me a home? I, I, you know, they were a home dog at first. Now they're not. And now we know why. Everyone's taking this team to win this football game tonight. And I think we know why. Ah, man. Yeah. And Gus, we trust. Uh, I love Gus Ragland, man. I think that kid just knows what he's doing. I don't know where it came from. Don't know why it hit me. But, uh, yeah, it hit me a few weeks ago. And he's 3-0 ever since. And I've been riding his coattails all three games, Eric. You know I've had him on the board. I I just – it's amazing, man. He just – you know, obviously with the injury that happened to him and uh, coming back, and he's, he's been phenomenal, man. He's been phenomenal. 
Yeah, you know, I, I expect this to be a really competitive football game tonight. The Chippewas get a victory. They're going to become bowl eligible, even though they've been on the downslide. And, you know, the funny thing is, after, you know, starting the season to- totally terrible, man, the Red Hawks have a chance to find themselves, you know, competing for the MAC East Conference. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing. It, it, it should be a really hard game tonight. We got teams that have a lot to play for. You wouldn't think so with a 3-6 and six game, but, you know, a three-game winning streak. I'm definitely going to tune into this game. It, it's going to get a lot of my attention tonight. Yeah, well, everyone's going to see the first half at least, man, because that's the only game going on from at six o'clock tonight. The uh, Temple UConn game will be going on at seven. Uh, San Jose State Boise will be going on a little mm-hmm. after ten tonight on the East Coast. And uh, yeah, that, that that game too, man. That's uh, we are going to mention taking Miami Ohio. Yes, um, San Jose State and Boise, man. I saw that Boise team total. I'm over at Bet Online right now, and I'm seeing forty-three and a half on that Boise. <laughs> Eric, man, I'm seeing forty-three and a half on the Boise State team total. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs> what the hell are they going to do to that poor defense? Man, the Spartans have no chance of slowing down this Boise State team. I imagine Boise State will find a way to score on special teams, defense, offense, all three facets of the game tonight, man. I think Boise State's going to put up points on all three phases of the game tonight, man. How, how do you feel about that? Yeah, you know, their offense has kind of been sputtering for the last three weeks. And when I say yeah. sputtering, I mean – mediocre for their standards. You know, they haven't been putting up the 40s, but uh, I'm thinking they're looking to put a beat down on the blue turf on San Jose this weekend. I really do. Or tomorrow, tonight. And, uh, I don't I don't see why that's not going to happen. I like your pick there. You know, also in the typical game, too, I just want to throw a little uh, shout-out. I, I have a pick out for my readers out there. I really think the Owls are the better team. Connecticut, we've been talking about them the last two weeks. I mean, they looked absolutely horrible last week. They can't yeah. run the ball. All they could do is just a one-man show over there. Receiver, quarterback, receiver, quarterback, receiver, quarterback. And, you know, Temple is great. Has just an outstanding secondary. I really expect uh, the house to be up by a touchdown at halftime. So, you know, I just wanted to give a shout-out for my readers. Uh, nice. You might want to consider taking the house at halftime here on the road. They are the better team. Yeah, you think? Come on, man. UConn, the sheriff stinks. Their coach stinks. You, everything about UConn stinks, man. I, that, that's yeah, that's it a little great. No is the one shout out I'm going to give for the UConn Huskies. I mean, yeah. he did have seven catches for 135 last week. Oh yeah, he's got over a thousand yards, and I mean, the kids got like 80 some balls this year. But unfortunately, he's all they got. So totally. you know, when you when you got a secondary that's as physical and as aggressive as Temple's, they're going to take that one weapon away. I just don't see Connecticut doing a whole lot on the ground. It's hard yeah. for me to see a not going to be up, you know, 20, maybe, what, 17 to 7, 17 to 3. I, I mean, I just I, I, I think that uh, six and a half is really playable. You're getting it. You know, you're getting a touchdown to cover there. I, I think people should uh, jump on that. Yeah, Temple first half. Yeah, it's a nice play, man. I mean, why wouldn't you? UConn couldn't score on an empty field against no one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. especially after seeing last week's disgusting. That, that was, oh, my God, man. I mean, uh, we had, we had, you know, you and I were watching the game for a few minutes, and we were just like, no, 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 no. we got to find something better than this. We can't, we can't subject ourselves to this shit for another hour. I just, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we moved on, and uh, we're going to move on here too, man. Uh, let's move to Saturday because we got four big games to discuss. Of course, our honorable mentions are going to be coming up here, too. Big dog of the week. I Hopefully, I'll hit my dog of the week. I've been struggling with that one, man. You've been doing – my God, Eric. I can't remember last time you missed your dog of the week. And, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. But we're going to start 
with a Navy Notre Dame game at Everbank Field. Of course, that's the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Neutral site for these two. 11.30 a.m. start on the East Coast. So remember, if you're going to get the you know, you want to start your day with a little bit of action, get up a little bit early before game day, and uh, yeah, check that out. 11.30 a.m. start there. Uh, Navy Notre Dame by a touchdown. And 64 and a half, Eric. And, uh, you know, I, you know why you're doing so well with your picks, Eric? Because you have a brain. And, and you know what it means to think, dog. And we took Navy. I know I took Navy last weekend. How they pushed that seven. Oh, my God, man. That fourth quarter was absolutely outrageous. They were getting destroyed, man. I mean, it was 42-14 halftime. And I was like, wow. So much for putting Navy on the board. And, of course, to come back like that, then they score. And then even kick the extra point. And it ended up being a seven-point game. I'm sure everybody in the country was like, wait, wait. Can, can you at least just kick the extra point, please? Just let them kick the extra point. That'd be great. <laughs> Instead, they walked off the field. It's a seven-point game. And 97 points later. Holy God, man. 97 points later, that game ended in a touchdown game. And now Navy's getting a touchdown again. Uh, Eric, I love when you give Navy a touchdown. You you, uh, Navy, you can give Navy a touchdown against anybody you want, man. I don't care who they're going to play. What weekend? Now you're going to give me a neutral site and all this, too? Eric, Notre Dame should, uh, is going to struggle with Navy's run game, man. Going to struggle. Yeah, I, I really believe they are. Navy showed a lot of salt in that comeback. And what really impressed me is, you know, they're not a comeback team. They're a ball control team. They like to move the ball. But, you know, they just compose their will. Um, number six over there on the defense, I think you probably want to give them a shout-out. You picked up on it. I was watching the game with my brother. He picked up on it. I mean, that kid is an animal over there. I do not know his name. Uh, he is a beast in their secondary. I mean, wow, that kid is – that kid, what did you say? He'll hit anything. He hit his own mother. I mean, that kid is amazing. And, yeah, no, you know, Notre Dame, they just haven't really impressed me this year. And, I mean, that's, I'm not going out on what I'm saying that. I think a lot of people have been watching the Fighting Irish this year. They know they struggle. They need to find a way to basically win out if they want to even get a decent bowl. Um, and then all of a sudden now that they're getting, they beat Miami, who's been on a slide, and now they're giving seven points away like that. I I just thought that was too much. I got to think dog there. I had to go midshipping. I, and I'll tell you what. Six of their, their last six meetings have all hit the over. And I mentioned the article. I don't think that hurt any feelings to throw, uh, you know, the over 67 on the board either. I really don't. I, I mean, Navy's been hitting overs all year, uh, especially their last three. Uh, and what do you say? They're putting up 46, 42, and 45 their last three games. And now they get the Notre Dame defense, huh? Yeah, I I could see some points. And uh, I just have a funny feeling that the midshipmen's going to mount another comeback in this one soon. You know, everybody that's listening right now, don't worry early. I think uh, Navy's got a little yeah. stuff for Notre Dame in the third and fourth quarters. Yeah, and these two know each other. It's not like they're just meeting for the first time. Hello, they've been playing each other for 100 years. I mean, these two know each other pretty well. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like there's any mystery what's going on here. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Sean Williams is who you were talking about before. And, my God, man, I, I even said it to you. I even said it to you when we were watching the game, Eric. I think that kid would run into a tree. And he wouldn't even care. And the tree wouldn't move, and he still wouldn't care. Oh, my God, man. That, that kid would run into anything and everything. If you're carrying a football, you don't want to see number six coming your way because he will knock you on your ass. Yeah, man, that kid's all over the place. Loved it. Man. I actually loved it. And yeah, maybe come back like that. I mean, to put up the second half the way they did, they, they were destroyed, man. I really – I wrote that playoff. So, uh, obviously, at halftime, I mean, it was 42-14. What the hell are they going to do in the second half? It's really going to bring them back. And, holy God, they did it. I couldn't believe I pushed that late, man. I, I, obviously, I put maybe plus seven on the board last week and pushed that. I, I still don't know how. 
I still don't know how, man. That's amazing. And yeah, you're talking about points, Eric. I mean, man. But yeah. So you're gonna put this over on the board, huh? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. No, I re- I I actually have the over myself. But uh, I recommended the readers that uh, they think dogs here and take the midshipmen. I mean, they're, they're getting a touchdown. I, I really do. I think Notre Dame's going to jump out early. We know Notre Dame can move the football. We know Notre Dame can score some points. But, you know, Navy is just consistently putting points up in the 40s. Notre Dame's defense is not that special this year. And, you know, you, you, just, you can prepare all you want for that Navy run, but once it's in your face, it's something completely different. I see a lot of points. I see Navy hanging with them. I see Navy coming back in this. And that's going to be, I think, a lot. I think it's going to be a lot like the game against South Florida. I really do. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that Navy hasn't beaten them in five, six years, too, it's probably more motivation. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're the better team this year. Uh, obviously, on paper, you know that. The five and two and three and five, there's no question about that. I mean, man, yeah, this is what, what better of a year for Navy to be getting seven points than this year, especially on a neutral site, man. It's going to be a gorgeous day in Jacksonville tomorrow. So he's doing, he's doing man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously. They're playing for their trip to San Diego, like they always do. I mean, that's probably where they'll end up again. I mean, we don't know this, so we'll see. But, uh, you know, if they're I'm playing sure. for a bowl, Notre Dame's on my support. Navy wins this. They're going to be in a bowl. You know, they travel well. That's why they're usually down there. You know, got the big old Navy base down there. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I, I, Notre Dame is going to get all they can handle from the midshipmen. I, I, I truly believe that this weekend. Yeah, I agree, man. I guess we're both going to put that plus seven on the board and uh, whew, move to a big high noon game at Evanston, man. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, man, Ryan Field's going to be crazy. Obviously, Wisconsin's coming to town, and uh, yowza, man. This is <laughs> Wisconsin by a touchdown, huh? Wisconsin by, by a touchdown. Huh? So a team that can't even score a touchdown. Eric, man, Wisconsin can't move the ball. How is you? <laughs> I mean, I, obviously we know why. We know, well, well, we know why they're favorite. I mean, I, I think we all get why, why they're a touchdown favorite. It, it, it makes sense to, to, to many people out there. At the same token, man, this Northwestern club's not afraid of them. They, they, they could have. They could have beat Ohio State last week. Hi, they could have beat Ohio State last week, man. Uh, uh, I think we know what we're getting yeah. with both of these teams. They're both pretty damn good teams. Obviously, man, look at this. Uh, we know Northwestern wants to chase that ball bid down. Wisconsin wants to do a little bit better than six wins. So, yeah, this is a pivotal game in the Big Ten. You know, it really is. And Northwestern's loss at Ohio State last week isn't a, isn't a momentum killer for that team. I mean, they've been on a run. We knew we, – we suggested everybody that Northwestern, you might want to make that play at Ohio State. Ohio State is oh, not yeah. playing up the far. Northwestern showed up. They can put points on the board. They have a stout run defense. And like you said, I mean, the Badgers are offensively challenged. They already broke through for 74 yards and a pick and a touchdown last week. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> that, they even, yeah, that they even beat Nebraska, and we know why they do it. They got one of the best defenses in college football. Northwestern is going to find some, you know, hard threatening against that team. But, uh, you know, that what is that, over, under, and now I think it's a 42? I mean, 41.
I like uh, the Wildcats to cover this. I really do. I I even told people to make them feel any better. You know, buy it up to seven and a half and sit back and get some breathing room. I mean, it, it's a playable game in my opinion. What is the score going to be? Sixteen thirteen. Sixteen thirteen. What? I what? What? What's going to? They're going to score more than twenty nine points here. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and recommend that under 41, although I don't know why we're not, because I don't see <laughs> what. How are we going to score and when, man? I, I get Northwestern's defense has been suspect a couple times here. We, you know, it, it's, it, we've seen that. But, man, this is a 16-13 game. I, I love Northwestern to cover that line. Eric, I, I'm, I'm all over that. If you walk in to win in Las Vegas right now, you're getting seven points. You're walking in there and saying, yeah, I'll take Northwestern to cover that seven points next. And hopefully in about uh, 24 or 27 hours from now, you'll be walking in with a cash ticket, man. Uh, that sounds about right to me. <laughs> that's what I'm you know? saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I recommended over there, get more sports. And I, I just – they're playing really good ball, you know. I, I just think Northwestern has some a pretty easy schedule. I, I'll give them that for what they have remaining. So this isn't necessarily a must win for them. I mean, I, I can see them, you know, it's going on the road to Purdue and going on the road to Minnesota, you know, and then getting Illinois at home to finish off the season. But, you know, they win this game. They potentially can run this table here, you know, and finish yeah. the season off. It's pretty nice 8-4 and four record, and I think they deserve it. They've improved. They've looked good. And, uh, you know, let's, let's not forget, too, okay? They've had a couple losses. You know, the Illinois State game, the 7-9 and nine debacle, that's kind of one of those where you just scratch your head and say, what the hell happened to them? But, you know, obviously when Western Michigan went in there and beat them in opening day, well, you know, Western Michigan is a little bit tougher than people gave them credit for, obviously. I mean, they're still undefeated. And then losing to Nebraska, you know, in a 13-24 game, I, since then they have just improved. Their offense has kicked it up a notch. And uh, then, you know, just the fact that Wisconsin cannot lose a football is disturbing. At home, no less, too, man. Especially after Northwest is playing three of the last four on the road. Finally getting to come home. I mean, obviously, they haven't played all that well at home yet. I mean, you know, they, they got by Indiana, but uh, you know, they're only two and two at home this year, right? What is that, two? No, three and two? No, they're three and two at home because of the cup. No, they're two and three at home. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, not playing all that well at home this year. I mean, Duke win and Indiana wins about as good as Scott for them so far. Yeah, man, I don't know. Northwestern's going to cover They, they, they beat them last year, though. They, they, beat them, they beat them, you know. They, they, they beat them last year, so I, they I just don't like, – they did. You know, and again, it was 13-7, to 7, gold prisoner, you know. I mean, wow. Two years. That's two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, yeah. man. I mean, not, not too many teams have a 2-0 and win streak against uh, Wisconsin. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, I right, will see if they make it three. Yeah, that'd be great, man. If you walk in there and outright beat them. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, take, have them come into their house and beat them at home. They certainly can, man. And Northwestern can certainly win this game. Uh, I think that's why we're taking them. You know, we don't, we're not just taking them to keep it close. Uh, we certainly think that they can find a way to maybe upset Wisconsin this weekend. And that's part of it, too, man. You don't just take a dog because you think they're going to cover a touchdown. You know, you like to think your dog can win. And uh, we do think that they can win. So, you know, uh, I think Northwestern is certainly a good shot at finding a way to maybe win this game, Eric. I mean, that's, that's part of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, they got a few little hidden gems there. And Clayton Thorson is doing his job at quarterback. He's got 50. It's nothing flashy. He's got 15 touchdowns, only six picks. But, you know, his walk-on wide receiver, Austin Carr, over there, just had another great day last week. This kid is amazing. He is one of the most talented wideouts in the Big Ten. He leads the Big Ten in receptions of 58. He 
leads the Big Ten in average yards per game with 109, and he also leads the Big Ten receivers with nine touchdowns. I mean, that is something the Badgers do not have that Northwestern has. It's called balance, and I think that's going to be the difference in this low-scoring affair, and that's why I recommended that the readers take, uh, you know, think dog again and take Northwestern to cover the seven. I really do. Yeah. I mean, Northwestern's done a pretty good job at home, man. It's covered like three, four in a row against them. Not, not to mention the two-game win streak straight up, too. So, yeah, they have their number, man. Let's hope they have it uh, a little bit longer. And, uh, we've been talking about Nebraska here. And, uh, you know, we, we, man, we enjoyed that plus nine last weekend. Uh, thank you. I, I think both of us enjoyed that. And now we're going to try and enjoy it again. Uh, 17. Se- se- 17? Hold on, man. Hold on. <laughs> Before I lose my marbles here, the tenth ranked team in the country is going to Ohio State, who really hasn't looked all that impressive recently, man. And that's obviously an eight o'clock start at the Horseshoe, man, and seventeen, fifty-two and a half for the total there. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the first thing I started with here. Uh, seventeen, Eric. What, what the hell are you talking about? They're giving Nebraska seventeen, dude. No way. There's no way you're giving me. I can't believe I'm getting seventeen with Nebraska this weekend. That is a gift. Uh, Christmas came early, man. November 5th, it's Christmas in New York because I'm going to be celebrating with my family when I cash that ticket. I'll take everybody out to dinner. You've got to be kidding me, man, 17 there. Yeah, I think yeah, it, there's no doubt about it. Ohio State has got one heck of a defense over there. But, you know, after the Bowling Greens, the Rutgers, the Indianas of the world have passed by their schedule, things have gotten a lot tougher now that they've hit, you know, their big 10 slate. And look what happened. I mean, it took them overtime to beat Wisconsin. They went on the road and got beat at Penn State. And then everybody thought, that's it. They're going to turn around. They're going to pound Northwestern. They're going to prove it. They're back. You know, they had their fans going eight shit. Everything was fine. Northwestern came in there and gave them all they could handle. I don't think Ohio State is going to do – I just don't think they're going to do what Vegas thinks is really pound Nebraska. Nebraska's got a solid defense. They really do. They, you know, they're stout. They kind of remind me a lot of Wisconsin in a lot of ways, except their quarterback is just a better athlete. Tommy Johnson Jr. can pass, and he can run, and it's really nice. You know, he's getting Mr. Westerkamp back at the wide receiver spot. <laughs> I think Westerkamp might be good for a score and maybe 100 yards in this one. He's a sneaky little uh, offensive weapon. He was the best wide receiver in the Big Ten last year. He's now second game back healthy. That alone can make the difference in the 17-point spread. I like Nebraska to cover this. I really do. And, again, you can buy it up to 17-and-a-half. Throw it in a parlay. Maybe you'll sleep a little better. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't even need to do that, man. I didn't think you need to do that. Nebraska's defense, you talked about, man. One and seven to the under this year, Eric. Only one time have they gone over. And, obviously, all right, you know, whatever the hell happened in uh, Wyoming. Okay, so it's 52-17. That, that's your only over this year with Wyoming. Even the damn Oregon game came in under, man. You're talking about a game that was in 35-32. And even that came in under. Uh, everything has been an under for the best all year because of their defense. Man. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Well, Ohio State looks like – I mean, dude, who is Ohio State beating up recently? Um, touchdown game, Wisconsin. A three-point game and a four-point game. Okay, so they beat up Indiana and Rutgers, man. Congratulations. And Tulsa, we're so proud of you. Uh, give me a – Please, man. That, that 17. Eric, this is stupid. I, I, you know, we really try and sit here and break down games and we want to get into the whole analysis side of it. Man, there's nothing to be said here. 
What, 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 are we going to sit here and try to convince people why they need to be on the 17 in Nebraska? Shut up. Put 17 on the board. Nebraska's going to cover this line. Uh, the, the, dude, Nebraska is easily going to cover this line. This isn't going to be close. But Ohio State's never going to, at any point in this 60 minutes of game, going to be even in a position to be covering 17 points, man. You never, I don't think you're going to be have one little sweat drop under your armpit by taking Nebraska and sitting there for 60 minutes going, wow, I don't think I ever worried about this line ever. Even if, even if Ohio State does get up 14 nothing early, maybe, which I doubt, man, Nebraska's still going to come back and make a game of it. Ohio State's never going to be in a position to cover the 17 points ever through this game, Eric, at any point. Yeah, the Huskers have a lot to play for. And number one, they play well on the road. I mean, they're 14-3 and three in their last 17 road games. And it's not like they're coming in here – you know, just to beat it after that loss at Wisconsin. I mean, they still only have one loss, and their chance to sit up the top of their side of the conference is still within grasp here. I mean, the Huskers' defense is underrated, and they're going to be fired up for this one. I I think that they can find enough offense with their dual-threat quarterback and Lester Camp back that they can – and their defense is good enough. I mean, they're underrated, but they're a pretty solid defense. I think it's good enough to keep this game within 17 points. I really do. I mean – I understand that's why they play the game, but uh, I just I just have a feeling that it's going to be a lower scoring affair, like you were talking about, and uh, I think Nebraska is going to find a way to get some points here and not let Ohio State run away with it. They Ohio State's going to have to prove to me that they're going to be that team to beat up on all these lesser teams earlier in the year against someone in the Big Ten. They haven't done it so far. Nebraska's a heck of a road team. I recommended the 17 for the uh, Raiders for sure. I, I mean, I really do. Yep. And that's that. <laughs> Please. Yeah, there's nothing left to be said there, man. Uh, Alabama, LSU, another ATM start, man. Out in Baton Rouge. And, ooh, this game becomes a little interesting, Eric, man. <laughs> Seven and a half with the Tides and 45, man. Of course, game day is going to be hanging out. I think we all know that Lee Corso is going to be putting on the Alabama, is he going to put on the elephant head, man? I'd imagine he'll be putting on the elephant head only because of LSU's quarterback situation a little bit. Obviously, Mr. Hurst is playing phenomenal for Alabama. There's no, I don't think there's really much of a quarterback comparison between any, anything here. So, what are we looking at here, Eric, man? Alabama, LSU tied by seven and a half. What do you got? Yeah, you know, it's amazing that LSU's kind of getting some of the credit Auburn's been getting, and Auburn's been actually producing points. LSU, now they've opened up the offense a little bit, and uh, here they go. I mean, pretty impressive, 42, 45, 38, but you got to look at the competition. This isn't Alabama's defense. Well, you just told me earlier today, you know, how pathetic Missouri is this year. Well, they put up 42 on them. Southern Miss, I mean, let's face it, they're not bringing a whole lot of defense to the table. They put up 45. And, well, we all know about Mississippi. Uh, you and I can probably put up 21 points on Mississippi. So I'm not completely sold on this whole, you know, Ed Borgeron turnaround over here yet. So seven and a half to me seems a little sketchy for an Alabama team with a defense that's already scored as many touchdowns as LSU did in the first two games of the year. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I recommended – to jump on the type early in this one and take them to be up by a touchdown at halftime here. They are the more sound team. Mr. Like you said, Mr. Hurt is amazing. I'm sold. I am finally sold on the Cornhuskers. I mean, on the uh, 
Chris and Todd, if they let me down this week, I will be shocked. But I do expect LSU and Alabama to have a soccer knocker because that's what these two teams do, man. Yeah, how how things go for Leonard Fournette last year in these two minutes? <clears throat> yeah, not so well. Alabama knows what they need to do. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Alabama knows that there's one guy that they're going to have to deal with this weekend, and they're going to shut him down just like they did last year, man. 31 yards on 19 carries. <clears throat> Yeah, that's called shutting you down. Yeah, I get look, I get that Fournette's going to be coming here and saying, you know what, I got to atone for that. Now we're back at our park, and I'm not going to let them do that to me again because I'm uh, 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 yeah. here. Hey, Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> there it is. That's what I got for you, Leonard Fournette. Don't, don't go home crying, man, even though you're already going to be home. Don't go back to your dorm in tears, man, because you're in trouble this weekend, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, man. I am calling out Leonard Fournette. I don't think he's going to have a day he's ever going to want to relive, ever going to want to remember, because you already know he already, he already has one day against Alabama that he long would love to forget. He's going to have two. <laughs> Sorry, man. Alabama's going to destroy this team. No chance. This, uh, this is like a, a big game. That isn't really a big game, Eric. What what the hell is Alabama being David by a touchdown here? I have no idea. Sorry, man. Alabama's going to destroy LSU this week, man. Destroy them. Wow. You know, I really do believe this is the best front seven that Hurts is going to see all year until, 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 you know, the championship game. But cause I, I think we both agree Alabama's going to be there, you know, in that final four. It's going to oh, take yeah. something pretty amazing not for them not to be there. Yeah. And, LSU's defense is advertised. I mean, they're seventh in the nation against the run. They're gonna, yeah. You know, and we and this is this Alabama could just run the football. I mean, with Hurts, everybody over there. I mean, Mr. Scarborough in the red zone, and I could go on and on with Mr. Harris, but they also defend the pass pretty well. Uh, you know, I, I don't see Alabama necessarily running away with this game, but uh, right. we're talking a seven-and-a-half-point spread, and I know you, you definitely think uh, LSU's getting way too much credit for the turnaround. They haven't really faced anybody. Um, you know, I, I'm going to have to agree with you here. If you really put my feet to the fire, I would say, Alex, you know, you could even move that up to a couple touchdowns if you wanted to and really get some big money for it, but uh, I wouldn't be against that at all. But, yeah, man. I mean, you're giving me a touchdown in the tight at halftime here. They're just a way better team. I, I, I don't – I'm not sold on what LSU is doing on offense yet. Not against some – and this is the – okay. Michigan and Alabama, yeah, there's a few other teams in there that, that might have a stake. But really, the, those, these guys can easily say they're the best defense in college football. So – you can score 40 points all you want on Southern Miss and Bone Green and, you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, That's what I'm saying, dude. This is a whole different deal here. I, I'm, not really sure, yeah, I'm not sure if quarterback Dan Eatling really uh, just, you know, he's kept up a touchdown from free picks. I understand. Wow, you're going to need a big performance. They're going to need both those backs to get going over there. Darius Geist has done well. He's really actually right behind Fournette in rushing yards. He does have seven touchdowns. Yeah. His maturity, 
his growth, along with Fournette, kind of gives him a two-headed monster there. But no matter how I try to talk myself into it or wrap my brain around it, I just don't see how Alabama's not going to cover that spread. And that's why I suggest to my readers, you know, don't worry about it. Just jump on the tide early. Be done with it at halftime. Move yeah. on to the next game because it could get ugly. It could get ugly. Yeah. Well, where'd you get there? Minus four halftime? Uh, minus six. My, oh, it's minus four now, man. Five five wow. guys has Alabama minus four at halftime. And, um, wow. And click. And click. And click. Yeah, on the board. Yeah. Alabama, Alabama first half minus four is now on the board. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going to tell me at halftime that, these, that Alabama can have a four-point lead going to the locker room? Yeah, you bother somebody fun. else and wait, wait, wait somebody else's time because I ain't playing around with that. Minus four, man. Yeah. Hey, you, I don't know. I don't know how you got six. It was only wow. Yeah, well, that's four. You know, yeah, I, I went and looked on uh, you know Bet DSI and uh, yeah, I had it six. It didn't scare me. I, they could be up fifteen. They could be up twenty. They could be up seventeen. I, I'm, you know, minus that's six, sweet. minus four. I think that's great. I mean, yeah. more power yeah. better here. Um, like I said, I've really been trying to work my brain around how is LSU going to cover that? I mean, is it going to be one of these 12 to 9 games? LSU's defense is going to have to play the best game of the year. We know this. <laughs> yeah. LSU, Alabama's not necessarily going to have to. Alabama's the one who creates teams and making gets teams to make mistakes. Even if Alabama makes a few, they have the offense firepower to overcome this. They're talented everywhere. I, You know, it's just one of those deals where we've been doing this for 20 years. It was like Army earlier in the year, and we're just saying, how can this not happen? Uh, okay. is, 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 is it really too good to be true? And that's uh-huh. not the only thing to think of. I, I just I cannot figure out a way while how Alabama's not going to dominate this football game. I have to say yeah. Neither one of these two teams really played that impressive of a schedule yet. I mean, really, if you look at the, especially LSU, man. I mean, uh, there's nothing impressive about their schedule outside of that Wisconsin game to start the year. Other than that, man, I mean, maybe Auburn. I guess if you want to throw it in there, they lost that one too. So, <laughs> you know, the two big games that they've had to play, they've lost. And uh, guess what? <laughs> Another big game this weekend. Time to lose again. No, I'm sorry, man. This, this is where. I, you know, I, I hate to bring up Les Miles and how, how useful he could be in a game like this, but the fact that he's not there, <laughs> sorry, sorry. This is a game where you need Les Miles to do something, that he's just not there, and that's, that's just too big to overcome. We all know why he's not there when all that happened, but uh, still, man, <laughs> you know, they could use him this weekend. That would have been nice. But yeah, yeah, Alabama first half minus four on the board. And, uh, all right, man, it's time. 
got honorable mentions. I know I have. A, <laughs> I have. I think I only really have about seven or eight honorable mentions this week, man. I'm not going to go too overboard. Of course, you already know about my dog of the week. That's going to be a surprise to a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, let's get your. I'll uh, uh, you get your honorable mentions out there first, man. Save your dog until I do my. We'll do our dogs together, Eric. So give me all your honorable mentions and save your dog for last. Okay, well, I actually got four this week instead of three. Um, oh, okay. And I kind of games that I picked out where I think there's going to be some uh, scoring. One of them is uh, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, 61 and a half. <laughs> I like the over there. I like yeah. what Trubisky's going to do to that secondary in Georgia Tech at home. And the 96-ranked run defense of North Carolina does not impress me one bit. Georgia Tech runs the ball. There's a Paul Johnson over there. I mean, that's basically the Navy offense, you know, with a little more flair. Uh, they've been putting up points in the 30s the last two weeks. I really think they're going to find a way to score here. I think Mitch Trubisky is a really good quarterback. He's had a few tough games playing Virginia Tech in that monsoon. And he, you know, I just I see a lot of points there. I like that over 61 and a half. Uh, Marshall Old Dominion. Yeah. Wow. Old Dominion can get bowl eligible here, man. They're at home against the Marshall on a down year rebuilding. You look into Marshall, they're just not having a good year. But that being said, they are finding a way to put up points in every one of their games. Old Dominion's finding a way to score. I like the over 58. Virginia hmm. Tech, too. I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, Virginia hmm. Tech. It's got quite the offense. They, mm-hmm. You know, this Gerard Evans knows what he's doing over there. And yeah, the Duke don't have quite the defense. But Duke does find a way. You know, Cutcliffe, he, he's a heck of an offensive coordinator, and he's a head coach and an offensive coordinator. I think they're going to find ways at home to score somewhere in the 20s. And I like that over 54. I don't think that Virginia Tech is going to be able to hold them down enough. And my other honorable mention I have, so that's the over 54, is A&M first half. It's kind of one of those Alabama deals with me. I don't understand how they're only favored by a touchdown at halftime here. Mississippi State absolutely stinks. I don't understand it. They do not feel the defense. A&M has a defense. I think a and is going to be just fine here. I think they're healthy enough to get the job done. I'm going to recommend that's a plus money play at uh, plus 100 there to be up by more than a touchdown at halftime. Those are my honorable mentions for our listeners. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right. You save your dogs for last, and we'll get to our dogs in a minute. All right. Honorable mentions for me, Eric. OK State and K State are on the same football field, man. And, and, and I think we've all, you know, we've all discussed the K State defense and how impressive they've been, and they're pretty, pretty damn good, man. Not this weekend, they're not. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I have 56 to stare me in the face going, bing, 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 take me, take me. I, I, I'm sorry, man. K-State's defense is not all that in the bag of chips when it's going to come to OK State throwing the ball around all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> 56, sold, man. You and I have already talked about Mr. Magoo over there in Western Kentucky and Florida International, man. Mr. Magoo can throw the football around. We know what he's been doing. And that's that first half total. Is 35 in the Florida International Western Kentucky game. <laughs> what, man? 35, huh? Yeah. Okay. Sold. Now, you put that on the board now. I'm sorry. There's going to be 35 points in that game by halftime. Easy. 
Uh, easy. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't mention SMU this week, man. I'm going to mention the SMU game this weekend because Memphis and SMU are playing on the same field. And we all know what happened last year. Ooh. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and look back what happened last year, we'll, let's just use one word, man, embarrassed. Humiliation, I guess, if you want to use that word, too. We'll throw that in there, too, man. SMU's got to atone for quite a beatdown they took last year, man. 64 points on this total. Yes, sir, Bob. <laughs> Sorry. 40, what, 44 to 40? Yeah, there's going to be 80 points in this game, man. Sorry. Uh, you may have to enjoy, man. I think there's going to be – oh, you want, you want to touch on that Memphis SMU game, man? No, I just think it's a great pick. I really did. I, I got it on my board. I think there's going to be a lot of points there. Uh, I think it's a great pick. I really do. I, 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 this next pick you got, I love, too. I really do. It's on my board. And go ahead, man. Let's – Educate the listener. All right. UMass Troy, man. 56, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. Salt. I think there's going to be plenty of points in that game. Uh, I don't see any one of those two having any problem putting up eight touchdowns. There's 56 right there. That's about all I need. Somebody kick a field goal, please, to push it to 59 and pay my ticket. That's all I ask. You know, I was looking at this BYU-Cincy game, Erica. Uh, man, BYU is favored by seven and a half, and we all know that BYU does nothing but play close game after close game. We've mentioned it time after time, but Cincinnati, I have zero faith in. So I just, I can't touch that as much as I stare at that seven and a half going, why am I leaving that alone? Cincinnati sucks. And I just, I just can't do it, man. I can't do it. I, yeah. I would love to have touched that, but I can't. Um, but two plays for me, Utah State's going to Wyoming's going to smash around Utah State, man. Aggie soup. For lunch this week, man. Wyoming is only favored by a field goal at halftime. <laughs> yeah, baby. What? Cowboy City, baby. Uh, Wyoming's going to smash this team around like little children who shouldn't be in the cookie jar. <laughs> Get your hand out of there. I will beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty bad. There's man. a lot of points, too. You like points in that game, too, don't you? Yeah, 55, 55 and a half, man. Yeah, there could be a lot of red wrists this week. <laughs> get your hand out of the cookie jar. Whack. That, this is all for the old school people who used to get their hands uh, whacked with rulers back in the game. You had your hand in the cookie jar. I was one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. We're going to get to the dog of the week, and I'm going to try it again. Although I am going to take Idaho to cover the six points, Idaho is going to walk into University of Louisville, Lafayette, or Louisiana, Lafayette, and Smack them around, man. Money line. Plus Ooh. 180 on the Idaho Vandals to walk into Lafayette and say, you can keep your points. We never needed them to begin with, man. I'm sorry. Leatherhand's coming off one of his worst weekends ever, man. I, Appalachian State made him look pretty bad last week. And one thing Lafayette can't do is play past defense. Yeah, well, they can stop the run, man. They can stop the run all day over there. But uh, unfortunately, Idaho doesn't have any idea how to run a football. I don't even think they're going to get 25 yeah. 40 yards on the ground, maybe? They, they don't care, man. It doesn't make a difference. So, yeah, Idaho, money line, plus 180, outright to upset Lafayette is my dog pick of the week. Man, I'd love to see that come in. So, uh, yeah, here we go, Eric. Give me right. your dog of the week, right. man. Yeah, let's go. What do you got? Go on. They're going to vandalize them, huh? <laughs> vandalize them. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, I love that pick, by the way. I, you know, he – it's a great find. I'm really going to be cheering for the Vandals. You know, we're kind of neighbors up here, Northwest. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, 
I'm going with the Cavaliers on the road against Wake Forest. The Cavaliers have definitely improved. They have improved. They've been playing tough. They've given Louisville all they can handle. They gave NC State all they can handle and more. They turn the corner. They're starting to play. They're balanced. Their defense is showing up. And Wake Forest is kind of taking a turn for the worse here. I expect the Cavaliers to walk in there, tell Wake Forest to keep their three points. I do not expect a whole lot of points in this game. I think the right. Cavaliers are going to beat them by a field goal. I got them at plus three to win outright, and I believe that's plus 135 for the listeners out there. The Cavaliers <laughs> to walk into Wake Forest and say, keep your points. We don't need them. Nice. Nice, man. Nice. All right, so uh, dogs out there, honorable mentions, big games discussed for the week, man. God, it's amazing. It's November fourth already, Eric. We're in, you know, this is this is prime time now, man. Like we said at the top of the show, it's bowl game eligibility. It, it's trying to chase that better bowl. It's obviously trying to get into that playoff if you can. I mean, there's these next three weeks are going to be crazy, Eric. I mean, everybody obviously has three games left. Some, some a couple teams have four games left, but. Uh, Overall, man, it, it, it comes down to now. I mean, you're, you're, a lot of people's lives are going to be coming down to this weekend. All, all, all these three-loss and four-loss teams are trying to get that, that sixth win, and, and, and some of them are still trying to even get that fifth win with a few games left. That makes it big, man. This is, I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotions going on on the sidelines this week in college football, Eric. Yeah, it, it's stepping up time. It is. It's stepping up. This is where the schools, you know, bowls, bowls make money. Schools like to make money. We all know that. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on coaches, a lot of pressure on coaches, coaching staff. Um, these kids are going to be amped up. they got a lot to prove. Now's the time to do it. This is going to be a great next three weeks to see how this all plays out. And I'm just, you know, every week I just look more and more forward to college football. It just gets better every week. And I expect this to be one hell of a week of football. I really do. I hope we nail these picks again. We've been doing really well. And, uh, you know, I just hope everybody's listening in and taking advantage of it. And we're throwing down some winners here. I mean, yeah, we can try. That's all we can do is try and help, man. Uh, hopefully everyone out there is kind of enjoying what we're doing. Uh, we had a little fun here, too, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, you got to have fun. If you're not having fun, what the hell are you even doing any of this for? So uh, we certainly have a good, good time around here. Yeah, you know, man. I mean, we've been doing this a while. All right, uh, Eric, tell everybody what you have going on again, man. And, uh, you know, big, big race, big racing weekend for you. So many, uh, man, the track is going to be busy this weekend all around the country. Yeah, they're going to be uh, hauling around the uh, one-and-a-half-mile oval over there in Texas. The mm-hmm. Lone Star State should be a heck of a race. Jimmy Johnson won last week, so uh, he's in. He'll be in Miami Homestead. Vegas has him before the race last week. It's a favorite to win it all. I'm not sure about that yet. But he will be competing in Miami Homestead for the championship. He's in. we got a lot of drivers, some big drivers. Kevin Harvick's going to need a big performance. Carl Edwards is going to need a really big performance this week. You know, Joe Gibbs Racing, Kyle Busch loves this track. My nephew's actually been at the track when he's won there. Hamlin's going to have to show up. It's going to be a really, really good Sprint Cup race. I'm looking forward to it. The trucks are going to be cruising around there, too. I mean, they're going to be racing tonight for anyone who's listening. It's a Friday night affair over in Texas there. Uh, Matt Crafton's going to be my pick to anybody out there listening right now. I really like the veteran. He had a bunch of laps earlier in the spring. I think he's going to do well. William Byron won the race 
He's favored to win again. He passed Matt Kraft with about six laps left to take that victory. So I suspect uh, he's going to need a good performance this week. I'm sure the young phenom for Kyle, Sports, Kyle Bush Motorsports will show up. Should be a hell of a trek race. NHRA is going to be going. I mean, Antron get down Brown took another championship home last week. They still got their chase going for you know they're playing for money. It could be it's going to be a really interesting weekend racing. I I can't wait. UFC. I mean, we got I believe it's uh, the Fernandez fight. Tony's going to be fighting. That's pretty awesome. He's one of my favorite fighters. That's going to be free for people on Fox. Conor McGregor is headlining the card next weekend, and it's supposed to be the best, best prelims and fight card that UFC has ever put out. I mean, this is going to – it just keeps getting better. Nice, man. Nice. That's good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we have a big surprise coming up here. Get more sports here pretty soon. And I actually, while Eric and I are on the air here, I just got notice about the Get More Sports app that's going to be put out there for iOS and Android users. I just got a huge email and a huge congratulations and a huge looks like we're uh, in our final phase of getting the Get More Sports app together. Nah. So, yeah, man. I, I literally just got that email while we were wrapping up this show. So, yeah, you, I guess everyone's going to have to keep an eye out for the Get More Sports on your uh, app on your iPhone or all your, you know, whatever you use, whatever you use to get on that. Yeah. Man. I can't even get yeah, man. Yeah, it's 2016. I mean, everything happens on mobile. It, that's going to be really yeah. nice for people to enjoy the site. Anybody who's out there, I mean, we all know, you know, people do business on their phones. They certainly have to, when they're running, time's running short, you know, the way it is in America anymore. People working 40, yep. 50 hours a day, they got to use their phones. They use their yep. phones to make their – they use their phones to look into the games. And now you got one app to click on, and you got it mm. all right there. Yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. You know, yep. shout out to Gamer Sports for put, getting that going. And Yeah, it's definitely going to be on my phone. You got that right. Yeah, man. Definitely excited about that. And, uh, you know, keep keep in tune with Get More Sports over on Twitter if you want. Uh, GetMoreSports.com, of course, as well. But uh, I'll Get More Sports Twitter if you just get more sports with underscores in between. So get underscore more underscore sports. And, uh, of course, you can check my EJ, the Rainmaker, and Eric the Hunt. Uh, Eric's, Eric's Twitter feed as well to get, find out what else we have going on outside of all this other stuff because Eric likes to talk about NFL and all that kind of stuff too. I know you're a big NFL guy. Man, so uh, yeah, if you stay in touch with us, let, let's know what you think of the show. You can always drop us a little note. Uh, EJ the Rainmaker at Gmail. Let me know what you think of the show. But, you know, if you're making some money with our picks, uh, give us some feedback. We'd love to listen to it. We'll certainly get back to you. We, I mean, we will definitely get back to you. Yeah, that's all we ask. So, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the throwdown. Enjoy the weekend of college football, everybody. That was a throwdown. We are out of here. We'll catch everybody here next week and get more sports for the throwdown podcast. And uh, that's it. We're out of here. <laughs>